business rock stars. Kelly Kennedy here. And today I wanted to introduce you to my business, Capital Business Development, where we don't just see businesses. We see your potential to change the world. We see your passion, your dedication, and drive to do something extraordinary. And we're here to help you bring that vision to life. At Capital Business Development, we understand that behind every business is a visionary, someone with the determination to make a difference. Whether you're a startup with a big idea or an established company aiming to expand your impact, we're here to support you every step of the way. Our mission goes beyond traditional business development. We're committed to nurturing your dreams and empowering you to achieve greatness. From strategic planning and networking to hands-on support and personalized coaching, we provide the tools and guidance you need to succeed. So if you're ready to transform your vision into reality, look no further than Capital Business Development. Visit us today at www.capitalbd.ca to learn more about how we can help you unleash your potential to change the world. Your dreams matter. Let's make them happen together. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Business Development Podcast. Today, we are at a little bit of a milestone episode, so I'm excited. We are at episode 25, everyone. We are just about at our three-month mark for the Business Development Podcast, 25 episodes deep and loving it. Uh, Appreciate all the support we've had so far. Today, we are chatting about persistence and why persistence wins long-term. Stay tuned. The great Mark Cuban once said, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is the Business Development Podcast. Based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips and experiences, and you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome to the Business Development Podcast. And now your expert host, Kelly Kennedy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Business Development Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be on here with you today. Today, uh, I just wanted to start out the episode by giving a quick shout out to Dale Schaub in our previous guest episode, Test Your Idea with Dale Schaub. It was amazing to have Dale. He's a uh, lead entrepreneurial consultant with Nate Maji Center here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, an entrepreneurial expert. And it was an absolute pleasure to have you, Dale. Thanks so much for coming on our show. And if you have not heard that show yet, it is our previous episode, episode 24, Test Your Idea with Dale Schaub. I just wanted to give another quick shout out and thank you to everybody who has nominated us. The nominations are now closed for the Quill Podcast Awards. They've been closed for about four or five days now. But I did just want to say thank you so much to each and every one of you who did nominate the Business Development Podcast. I do appreciate it. No idea if we placed or anything yet, but just wanted to give a quick shout out and a thank you to everybody who did take time out of their day to nominate us. We could not do this show without you. It is appreciated greatly. And thank you so much for doing that for us. Okay, well, today I uh, I have an episode I'm kind of excited to chat with you about because I think it's a bit of a challenge that a lot of business development people face is I think a lot of us are given up a little bit too early. It's true. It's true, guys. Um, I've experienced 
some interesting insights into this over some previous contracts that I've done in business development, especially with these larger oil and gas clients. But we have some stories kind of as we go on further in the episode. However, I want to just touch on what persistence is to start, and then we'll kind of move into why it's beneficial for you to spend a little bit more time before you dump that prospect, okay? All right, what is the definition of persistence? Well, persistence is firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. All right, guys, difficulty or opposition. We know all about this, right? If we're in BD, if we're entrepreneurs, We've probably faced a little bit of adversity. We probably ran into a challenge or two. We've been told our product sucks or it's not something that they want today or whatever. We've run into some objections, right? But the reality is we are always going to run into those objections. We are always going to have a little bit of opposition and it is up to us to be persistent and consistent in order to be successful, okay? Most BD people give up too soon. Good relationships take time and effort to create. Look at the best personal relationships in your life. Did they take time or did they happen instantly? Come on, guys. We know this, right? Our best relationships in our life, whether it's our wife, whether it's our our girlfriends, our fiancés, our best friends, the people we spent time with, right? Those relationships didn't happen immediately. Yeah, they happened quickly, maybe in some cases, maybe with a girlfriend or something like that. But the reality is trust and a good relationship takes time to develop just like trust and a good relationship with a client with a prospect also takes time and trust to develop right it's something that we have to put a little bit of effort into in order to be good at in order to create that bond that we need to create in order to to have enough trust and that when we do pitch our product or service it's not immediately ah no no it's not an immediate no right So we have to take a little bit of time in order to do that. So what I find, I think a lot of BD people, we get on a phone or we get a prospect list or whatever we're kind of going after. We're ripping through our CRM. Maybe we're in the weekly contact stage, right? I talk about my stages and I will get into this later on in the show. However, we're in the weekly contact stage and you've called this guy or gal maybe three, four, five times. Maybe you got the voicemail every time or maybe she was busy or maybe you got reception and you're like, ah, I don't know if I really want to do this another time. Well, guess what, guys? Here we go. According to research in sales and prospecting, it takes on average eight touches to book an initial meeting or have an initial conversation with a new prospect. Eight touches, guys. Eight. Come on. Like, I know a lot of us are giving up way before eight. I know this for sure. And guys, just think about this. Three more weeks on the call list. That's all it would have took. Three more weeks on that call list. And you would have gotten that conversation. You might have booked that meeting, but you, you, you disqualified them too soon, right? And you know what? Yeah, I've been guilty for this too. So I'm not just knocking on all my BD people and saying, ah, you guys, you need to try a little harder. Like I used to do this too. So I'm not knocking on you. I'm just saying we were so close. And if we would have just put in that little bit extra time, just that tiny, tiny bit of extra effort, we might have closed more deals. We might have had more meetings. And so before you disqualify that prospect, make sure that you are giving them an adequate amount of time, right? 
let's um let's chat briefly about what is a touch because i know i have people saying well what do you mean what is eight touches <laughs> a touch is any way that you reach out to a customer okay it could be a formal email it could be a linkedin message it could be a phone call typically though they're more kind of considered when you have a direct contact so a touch is typically leaving a voicemail, sending a formal email when you have the customer's proper email address so you know it's going to the right person. It is implying, however, that we are getting to the right person and that we are actually uh, delivering some type of message to them, whether that be an email, whether that be a, a DM, or whether that be a phone call or, or a voicemail, okay? It, it implies a direct contact, okay? So eight touches, eight direct contacts. Direct contact by the by by we know for sure that the message is getting to the right person. Okay. So what does this mean for you? It means that we have to make sure that we are doing that weekly follow up that we are sending these direct messages, we are doing the right homework to make sure that we are getting to the right person, right? BD people, we're like little detectives, okay? I want you to think about yourselves as detectives because we really are. We have to find the right people within an organization to be effective, right? Finding the right people takes a little bit of sleuthing, takes a little bit of detective work, right? Um, you need to make sure that you're doing the right digging to get to the right person, okay? How do we make sure that we are doing enough? I think this is a question that a lot of us have is that, okay, well, we got these processes in place. We made eight phone calls was that was that it should it should did I do enough well the secret to that is guys is we need to make sure that we have a good process flow what is a good process flow well you guys know I harp on this guys you need CRMs okay if I'm talking to entrepreneurs new entrepreneurs new business owners uh, anybody selling products to people BD people BD managers guys you need CRMs customer relationship management systems there's tons of them out there my favorite is pipe drive um, I'm not pertinent. They don't pay me for anything. I just, I've used pipe drive for at this point, like 10 years of my life. I, I love the program. I think it does absolutely everything that it needs to do. And it does it cost effectively for me, which is important. Okay. So it, it meets, it meets a criteria for me. That is, I don't mind spending the money on pipe drive. I think I get a lot of value for the money I spend on it. And it delivers all of the process flows and, basically options that I need to be effective. So for me, I like Pipedrive. However, there's Salesforce. There's an absolute metric ton of CRMs. And you know what? Choose whatever one works best for you. I'm not, I'm not hating on any of them. I think they're all valuable. I think they all do what they need to do. But I just, I like Pipedrive. If you don't have a CRM right now, I would highly recommend that you utilize Pipedrive. However, like I said, I'm not affiliated with them. I just love their product. So we need to be using a CRM and then we need to make sure that our CRM has a good process flow. Okay, so I talk about this quite a bit. You always want your initial stage, the first stage in your CRM to be your digital introduction slash LinkedIn introduction stage. So this is the stage that we've sent our digital introduction. We've added these people on LinkedIn. We've sent a quick introduction message. Very, very short guys, like five, six lines. Very, very easy. Just introducing yourself and maybe briefly what your company is. Okay. And then we add them to that CRM stage and we put in their customer contact details. We put in all the information that we have for them at that time. And then as we do the detective work, figure out their contact location. Maybe we get the phone number for the office they work at. And we, we know because we call, we ask for them, they transfer you to their voicemail. And then you're like, great, I know I have the right contact. 
we move these people into the next stage, which is contact made. Okay. This is what I like to call your weekly follow-up stage. Everybody you put into contact made, you want to be following up with on a weekly basis. So one call a week, guys, leaving voicemails, sending the direct email, whatever you guys want to do to have a direct contact with them. And you want to be doing that on a weekly basis until one of two things happens. They either want more information and you were able to secure a meeting or they disqualify themselves and say, you know what, this product isn't for me right now. Um, yeah, maybe some other time or, or, or just maybe not, right? And then great, one of two things happens. You either move them to the meeting stage, which is great, that's what you want to get to, or you disqualify them, which is also great because it means you can move another person into this weekly follow-up stage because the reality is there's only so many people that you can contact on a weekly basis. So you want to make sure that the, the contacts you are contacting have a high probability, right? Um, so in some ways, we want to disqualify them sooner rather than later so that you're not wasting your time on people that aren't going to be valuable to you. And you're spending a lot more time on people who will be valuable to you in the future, right? So we want to have, we always want to have our LinkedIn digital introduction, our contact made. I like to then have a, a uh, like a, a no opportunity or, or lost opportunity or what I like to call back burner. I like to call it back burner. If it's like a no, sometimes I'll just move them into that back burner stage. Or if it's not, uh, not right now, maybe next year, move them into back burner. Then I like to have a future opportunity stage. Then I like to have a meeting stage and then a follow-up stage to that meeting stage, and then or what I like to also call next steps. So next steps comes after meetings in, in my CRM, and then the very last stage is always current customer, and then at that point, that's for your account management guys to handle, okay? Um, but you always want to have a good process flow in your CRM, and you want to make sure that you're consistently doing enough follow-up um, to either get the people on the phone and book the meeting or disqualify. So what this is saying, guys, what the research is saying is that at bare minimum, once you get them to that contact stage, at bare minimum, you should be trying at least eight times, okay? At least eight times. Set yourself like a little rule. Before you disqualify these people, give yourself at least eight times. At Capital, I like to give them 10. Why? Because... It always takes a little bit more time than what you think. You know that, right? You know that. Projects never complete exactly on time. And guess what? People never answer in exactly eight calls. Maybe they answer in six. Maybe they answer in nine. But the reality is, give them enough time. Make sure that you're doing enough follow-up to give yourself the best possible chance because the statistics are pointing to eight, which means it's the average, guys. It doesn't mean it's the rule. It just means it's the average. So if you want to give yourself to 12, give yourself to 12. You want to give yourself to 10, give yourself to 10, but give yourself more than eight or at least eight to make that average, okay? We have to make sure that we're doing the follow-up calls, right? We have to make sure that we are doing the follow-up calls and following a consistent process on a weekly basis, right? So I talk about this a lot. Consistency is what is important in business development, right? If you set yourself a rule where, you know, you have 40 people on your weekly contacted stage, make sure that every week you are doing the due diligence to make those 40 phone calls. Make sure that you are sending out the right amount of emails. Make sure that you're adding the 30 new LinkedIn digital introductions every week, every week, because that's what wins. What wins over time is persistence and consistency. We need to make sure that if we are holding ourselves to account, if we are saying, okay, we're going to add 30 new LinkedIn digital contacts every week, we're sending out 100 invites on a weekly basis to, to new prospects on LinkedIn, and we're adding them to the LinkedIn digital, digital uh, introduction space at like 30, and then say we have 40 people in our weekly follow-up stage, we make sure that we make those 40 calls, right? Because yeah, maybe one week you leave 40 voicemails. That shit happens. Totally. It happens. 
But guess what? The next week, you might book 20 meetings. And I get that that's like super optimistic. And I'm, I'm really embellishing here. It's pretty unlikely you're going to book 20 meetings. But the point is that even if you book five, right? Like the reality, that's how it works. It, it works. You know, you'll have, a, you'll have an off week and you'll have a great week, right? And you'll never know unless you are consistent, unless you, you hold yourself to account and you make sure that you are giving yourself a fair opportunity every single week. That is what's going to make you amazing. That is what's going to make you very, very great at business development is you just need to make sure that you are persistent and consistent, okay? Let me chat about this briefly, okay? Um, I've had some interesting experiences in my BD career where persistence has incredibly paid off, okay? Um, I used to love doing physical brochure drops. You know, I still do. I get it's it's not cost effective. That's why I tend to do it a lot less now. But sometimes if there's a high value prospect in the city and I have some client brochures, I love to just swing by the shop drop a brochure by the desk, grab the business card for the right person because I've already done the homework. I know who the right person is at the business. So I'll say, I'll leave the I'll leave the brochure for him and I'll say, hey, give this to John Doe in ops manager and and I'll grab I'll grab his business card and I'll, I'll put him into the CRM and follow up, right? But a funny, funny story that I have from this is, um, as you guys know, I worked in inspection services for a long time. And uh, one of the clients that we had, I got a call like two years after I dropped the brochure on the desk. I kid you not. I'd followed up with this guy probably every six months or so more than like he'd essentially disqualified himself, but said, yeah, try me back every six months. So I did. I tried him back say every six months. And uh, I got a call one day and the call was Kelly. I've had your silly brochure on my desk for two years. It's been in the pile. You were number one. If this, if this service was ever required and today's the day and now I need you. And so this just goes to persistence guys. Come on. Most people would have disqualified this person. You know that I probably should have disqualified this person given the time, but the reality is I didn't. And I gave him a call every six months and you know what? Eventually that guy kept the brochure on his desk and eventually he called and we made a sale. And uh, if I remember correctly, that client actually went on to repeatedly buy over and over and over again. And it would have never happened if I hadn't been persistent in that case. Let me give you another one. I worked for some pretty high level oil and gas clients nowadays in Alberta. Okay, Alberta is very much an oil and gas province for my my friends in the United States and around the world. Alberta, Canada is an oil and gas economy. Okay, and it's funny because our politicians here are always advocating for clean energy and this and that. But the irony is, is that right down to McDonald's in, in Alberta, Canada, it all relies on oil and gas money. It just, it is what it is. And oil and gas clients here are incredibly hard to get. It takes a lot of effort. They're being essentially solicited by everybody. And it takes a lot of time. And I wanted to just kind of chat to this because some of my oil and gas clients um, that, I, that I've marketed here in, here in Alberta, trying to get into the big oil and gas companies, in some cases, it took 25 plus reaches before I even talk to somebody in these large oil and gas companies, guys, 25 reaches. That means like I left like, I don't know, 20 voicemails, might've got the receptionist five times, probably sent like another, I don't know, five or six emails before they ever reach back out. And we're like, you know what now? Yeah, we're interested. We'd like to talk. And I booked that meeting. Okay. Um, and so it can take, it, it, you know what I mean? What I'm saying here is they're saying the average is eight, right? But what I'm saying is it really depends on the client, right? Know your client. If you are dealing with high level companies, let's, let's pretend you guys are dealing with Microsoft, IBM, in my case, you know, dealing with some of the large oil and gas companies here in Canada, CNRL, Suncor, things like that. It takes a lot of time 
it takes a lot of time, a lot of reach out and consistent effort. And so if I basically, if you disqualify these people in like in, in eight, if you were to disqualify these people in eight, you would probably never have a chance of ever getting into them. It's going to take you considerably more. So what I'm saying is judge your client, have an idea of the size of the company. And if it's a large, large company, guess what? I need you to anticipate a little more time. Put a little more effort into it, guys, and don't disqualify them so early. It may take you 25, 30 touches before you get anywhere with them. And staying persistent and consistent is what is going to make you incredibly effective in that case, right? Um, one of the other funny ones that I had was I, I showed up to a meeting on behalf of one of my clients once, and uh, I kid you not, I must have I must have reached out to this this particular company probably twenty five times, same as same as all the other oil and gas ones. This wasn't a big oil and gas one, but I put in some effort. Okay, I put in some effort because I knew we wanted them. They were an oil and gas service company. They had high high value to my client, and so I put in the effort to get it. Okay. Um, so funny when uh, when this woman showed up to the meeting, she goes, Kelly, you are the kindest, most persistent business development person I have ever met. And we all had a great laugh because it was funny, right? Like the reality is, is that, yeah, for sure. If I wouldn't have put in that effort, it wouldn't have happened. But every time I left, remember, I talk about this, guys, you have to always make sure that when you are leaving messages that you were leaving messages that somebody would want to call back. So I'm always leaving my messages, right? It was always, hey, it's Kelly with Capital Business Development. I'm really, really excited to meet you. Would love to line up an introduction meeting. I think I have a client that would provide you guys a ton of value and uh, really looking forward to your call back. And I left like, like I kid you not, probably 20 messages like that. And um, so I built a rapport with this with this woman. I built a rapport that that even though, even though as you probably heard my voice on a weekly basis, it was never annoying. It was always kind and fun and upbeat and uplifting and asking for a meeting. And guys, I got it. I got it. It took a lot of time, but I got it. And I want you to be consistent. And I want you to be thoughtful about the messages and the emails and the direct contacts you're making. Always do it from a standpoint of, would this person call me back? If it was me on the other end of this, would I want to call this person back? Make sure that the messages and the emails you were leaving are emails and voicemails that you yourself would be like, would get maybe a little laugh out of, would put a smile on your face and you would want to call them back, okay? So how do we create the best relationships, okay? We need to be persistent and consistent effort. All relationships take persistent and consistent effort. You cannot let them slide. You cannot like, you know, call a guy for a month trying to get the message and then stop and wait six months and then pick it up again. You're not going to be effective that way. You need to make sure that if you have a target you're working on, give them, give them the respect to follow up on a weekly basis until you either disqualify or you get what you want. Don't be inconsistent in your efforts. Okay. Don't be inconsistent in your efforts. Treat your clients like you would treat your friends. How do you build friendships, guys? You build friendships by being friendly, by being fun, by being a human, okay? I talk about this a lot in the podcast. I want you all to be human. In a world of robots and AI, be a human, right? Talk about life. Talk about your loves and, and your family and the things you like to do and your hobbies. And heck, if they're nerdy, even the better, right? Be real. Be be human. And if you're having maybe, if you're having some, some challenges or you're having like a, an, an open conversation with a client... <clears throat> don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to um, don't be afraid to be you. That's all I'm saying. At the end of the day, don't be afraid to be you because 
it was you that your friends loved, right? It's you that the people, your coworkers love to spend time with. It's, it's you and your clients are no different. They want to get to know you. Yeah, they may need your product or service. There, there's a business case behind it. But at the end of the day, you want to build real relationships with people. And you do that by being human, by having regular, everyday human conversations with them, okay? Um, deliver the product or service that you say you will and do not lie and do not. And, you know, people will say this, you want to under promise and over deliver, right? Basically, you don't want to bullshit your clients. And I think that that's fair because you don't want to be bullshitted, right? So I kind of feel like if you li- if you work in an industry where you feel like you have to bullshit your client to sell your product, guys, get out. You, what are you doing? What are you doing? Ask yourself that because you are probably selling a product or service that isn't valuable, isn't useful, right? You're not, you're not providing a service, you're providing a disservice. So there's a thousand other places that you guys or products that you could sell or places that you could work where you don't have to sell crap products, where you don't have to sell a service that isn't valuable to your client. The reality is the service itself, it pretty much should sell itself because your clients should need your service. They should need it. It should be something that will provide them tremendous value. Do not bullshit your clients. Don't, um, don't, don't have to temper expectation, right? Have a product, sell products or work for companies that are reputable, that provide services that are actually truly valuable. Okay. That's neither here nor there. Today, I'm talking to the, to the, my BD people who are also doing account management. Okay. Make sure that you have a consistent follow-up schedule with that client. Okay. Once you've had those, that initial meeting, once maybe they've purchased your product once, Make sure that you are following up with them. Make sure you're booking a lunch with them maybe every couple months just to check in. I like to use, I used to call it like, you know, essentially seasonal, seasonal meetings. So I'd book like fall 2023 meeting, spring 2023 meeting, summer 2023 meeting where we just get together and we would chat about, hey, what was going on over the past couple months? Do you guys have upcoming opportunity? What's new? And you would just stay in touch and consistently build that relationship. And you build that relationship over time by doing things that friends would do like going for lunch and having great conversations and chatting about life. And that's how you do it, guys. That's how you do it. You have to build friendships. If you go into it all business, you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed. People want human to human interaction, they want human relationships. Make sure that you are doing your follow up consistently. And once they are a client that you are doing your account management consistently as well, which means at bare minimum, you guys should be meeting with that client probably every two months. Okay. Okay. Being persistent, following process on a weekly basis will make you effective. Don't give up after four or five attempts. You may only be one call away from success. Okay. This week, I got some more shout outs. Um, Char Joseph, John Murphy, Mike Manziak, and Zach Wiesbach. All of these people reached out over LinkedIn or, uh, or on the podcast and just said thank you. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the support. I appreciate all the comments, reviews, likes, subscribes. They're, they're amazing. And I read them all, guys. So um, just, uh, just a heads up. We don't always get feedback, okay? So feedback is very important for a podcaster. And we hear very little of it. You would think we get a ton. But the reality is we get very, very little. Um, so I appreciate every review left guys. I appreciate every email. I appreciate every message on LinkedIn. Thank you so much. If you guys are doing that, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You guys are amazing. 
And uh, I couldn't do this show without you. It truly is what keeps me motivated and keeps me excited about the next one. And so if you have a moment today and you want to give back to this podcast, that's how you do it, guys. Head over, head over to my website or head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Shoot me a message on LinkedIn or uh, or feel free to reach out directly to the podcast at podcast at capital bd.ca. That's podcast at capital bd.ca. And if you shoot me any questions or maybe some show topics on there that you would like me to discuss, I will definitely acknowledge you and I will definitely acknowledge that on the show for you. Thank you so much. This has been episode 25 of the Business Development Podcast. Until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side. This has been the Business Development Podcast with Kelly Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast. Business Rockstars, we at the Business Development Podcast humbly invite you to be part of our journey. Despite our global reach spanning over 130 countries and our status as an award-winning show, we remain committed to delivering valuable insights and engaging content to our audience of decision makers. With two episodes released every single week and a back catalog of over 100 episodes, we strive to provide our listeners with the latest strategies and trends in business development and business growth. Why consider sponsoring us? Our listeners trust us to deliver authentic, informative content, making it an ideal platform for you to showcase your brand in a genuine and meaningful way. Choose from flexible sponsorship packages tailored to fit your advertising needs. With a back catalog of over 100 episodes and an average of eight new episodes released every single month, there are plenty of opportunities for you to connect with our audience. If you believe that your brand aligns with our humble mission, reach out to us at podcast at capital bd.ca. Let's start a conversation and explore how we can collaborate to elevate your brand together. Thank you for considering us. Send us an email at podcast at capital bd.ca and let's partner for the future.